Welcome and good day, everyone. We are glad you guys could join us again for another Talk It Over. Uh, we, of course, love doing this and it's a lot of fun. Um, I love being able to unpack the messages each week, uh, especially, especially with you guys. It's a lot of fun. Um, if you haven't had a chance to watch the message, please go to our YouTube channel at LifeNorth.Church. Hit that subscribe button um, and get notifications when all the new posts, everything we have comes up and can stay current with everything that we've got going on each and every week. But before we get going too far, we have uh, a new guest with me here this week. Uh, this is Michaela. Hello. Uh, she's joining me for the very first time, so this is kind of exciting. Yes, exciting and maybe a little nerve-wracking. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so, well, we don't bite, so it's okay. You okay, should be fine. good. <laughs> um, so yeah, so we are, of course, continuing in our message series, uh, Overflow, which so far has been uh, very good. Uh, yeah. Talking a lot about uh, that generosity side of uh, you know what God has for us and what it is to be generous. Mm -hmm. um, it's been I felt quite powerful. Yes. Yeah. Me too. Um, but before we dive into too much of that, uh, we're gonna do a little catch up here and uh, see how kind of our weeks have been going. So for you, Michaela, uh, how has your week been? It's been pretty good. Um, so we just got married, my husband John and I, and so it's been a bit of ups and downs of just figuring out like what does it mean to be married. Mm. Um, but slowly getting more settled into this life together, figuring out like a routine and everything. So it's been a good week. Um, and yeah, just working, doing some ministry stuff as Christmas is slowly rolling around and um, got to see my family yesterday. Mm. So they got to see our apartment which is really nice. Nice, nice. Yeah. Yeah, I remember those times where, yeah, you first get married and everything's new and you're trying to, you know, make adjustments for each other and living with each other and it's a whole different thing than just being on your own, right? And yes. having to make, uh, you know, a, a give a little here, take a little there and try to get that whole dynamic working, right? Definitely. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, certainly, it's certainly a new experience, right? And oh. so. Yes, but a big kind of, transition. It is, it is. It's a transition. And it, 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 is, it does take that time, but it, I, I can tell you it does get a lot better as you, as you move forward. Good, that's good. <laughs> I believe it. I, I, it's worth it, right? It like. is, it is, it is for sure. Yeah, that Thanksgiving, having that uh, again last week was, uh, was really good. Quite enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I got to spend time again we have with family, which was a lot of fun. Uh, we had that. We also, you know, recently had our uh, sponsor child. We got to do a, a Zoom with some of them, which I, I felt was, uh, you know, a blast. Haven't seen them in quite a few years as, you know, all that's been going on. And so getting that opportunity to do that was a lot of fun. So thank you for organizing that for us. It was, My pleasure. It was, uh, it was really good. Um, I actually just got back from a Christmas dinner. And mm -hmm. so I'm quite full of uh, <laughs> turkey and all the fixings. Um, that's been, uh, yeah, that was was really busy that was a lot of food a lot of things happening and yeah and of course putting <laughs> putting the trailer away uh, for the camping season now is that has of course come to an end so we've had to say good night to the trailer for another six months and hopefully we'll get to see it again sooner but oh, Chris oh my goodness winter time sounds so long I know six months I, half the year <laughs> I know it seems so long and as the leaves are changing it's really showing that it's it's on its way it's it is yeah. heading this direction uh, slow and steady, but it is getting here. But uh, uh, we'll take that on with snow blowers and hot chocolate, I think. We'll <gasps> yes, just... <laughs> hot chocolate all the way. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just tackle that as it comes. <laughs> all right, so I don't know what that is for you guys. How's your week been going? Um, but please leave a comment in the chat. Let us know um, what that's been for you. Maybe you've had something fun and exciting, 
or maybe it's something difficult and maybe you need some prayer, um, but please let us know because we would love to connect with you um, and continue to work on the relationships that we uh, all want to have. Yes. Yeah. Um, so today's message, uh, again, overflow. Um, it's been a great series. Um, and of course, another pastor we had come in this week again, uh, yeah. Earl McLennan, uh, a guy I don't think I've heard him speak yet, um, but very powerful, lots of energy. Yeah. Um, really just, I, I couldn't get over him not having to look at any notes. He did the whole, <laughs> like he did the whole thing yeah. without really looking at anything. I was, I was amazed at how much he had put into memory and in time to really do that and it really brought more power because he was really focused on what he was doing which I thought was excellent yeah and constant eye contact with everybody yes yes that that eye contact to really drive that that uh, point home yeah so he brought uh, today a uh, grace hmm. and I know we've of course talked about grace in different aspects in previous messages um, but he really broke it down and uh, really dove into what grace is all about and I like how he broke the word grace into yeah. almost like an acronym. I thought that was really cool. He put it as God's riches at Christ's expense. And I thought, wow, that actually really makes a lot of sense of what grace is really all about, right? Exactly. It's about, you know, he he sacrificed for us and gave up everything for us and, and showing us that grace um, because we aren't perfect. We make mm -hmm. mistakes. And so that to me was extremely powerful. Yeah. Um, and again, his generosity and encouragement made the way for grace um, and seeing that. And, and he talked a lot about um, uh, Paul uh, and his story going from this persecutor to a, a person who preaches the gospel yeah. um, and, and having Barnabas, that encouraging guy to really speak up for him um, to say, hey, he's made a change. This, this guy is uh, completely different. Right, yeah. So I, I thought that was really neat because, uh, again, I haven't dove too far into that story specifically. And so getting a good perspective for me really opened my eyes to a bit more of that story about Paul. And Yeah, me too. I was, I always usually like write notes um, on Sundays and I was just, I just kept writing and ty or typing away on my phone as we was talking about Paul's journey. Yes. Because here is a guy that wrote most of the New Testament. But his backstory, you know, and leading up to him becoming a Christ follower, like a lot of like sin, thinking he was doing the right thing, but he wasn't. And like just speaking and acting against Christians and then yeah. having like a full like 360 turnaround in his life and proclaiming the gospel, like so many people coming to Christ because of him. Mm -hmm. I don't know, just the reminder of grace that it's not something that's earned, but just freely given. Yeah, yeah. I think that's where people get confused is they try to earn grace. And, uh, you know, I have to do works. I have to act a certain way and, and then I'll, I'll receive that. But really, no, it, it's freely given. Yeah. And I think we can, we can miss some of that. Yes. Yeah. Um, a generosity and encouragement are still making the way for grace today. Because, um, again, I think we, we miss some of that about being generous and encouraging to one another. Mm -hmm. And he was like, you know what? Sometimes it's just saying an encouraging word or sending somebody a text with maybe an encouraging statement can really, you know, change their day. Um, and, and again, you may not know their whole situation, but that encouraging statement, that word may be, you know, brighten their day just a bit more. And I thought that was really good. And he, of course, he, of course, made a joke and said, you know, guys, 
make a reminder to send your wife an encouraging, you know, <laughs> encouraging word. Uh, she's not going to care that that, uh, that you have to make a reminder to tell her that. Yeah, um, definitely. I, I thought it was kind of funny, but I, I, I think in a lot of instances, we, we all generally tend to forget mm -hmm. to do those uh, encouraging things uh, with one another. Yeah. Um, the message of God's grace reaches people on pillars of generosity and encouragement. And again, just reinforcing um, that whole idea of generous and uh, encouragement and what that looks like to be doing that and that grace that's involved with it uh, I thought was excellent yeah and it's not just about being generous with like your resources and your finances but also with like your words with your time and just investing in people's lives yeah yeah and that's another side of it I think people can get hung up on is they think oh I have to be generous with with my money that's where I have to be generous in but it's not about all about the finances mm -hmm. there's ways you can be generous to everyone without maybe having mass finances to do generous givings in that sense. Right. Um, but those words of encouragement um, can certainly change uh, that you know, inner talk for people um, yeah. each and every day. And I think they're just as important as maybe a financial generosity. They can make a big difference uh, for those people. Definitely. Um, so our uh, scripture today is found in Romans 5 verses 8. Um, but God demonstrates his own love for us in this while we were still sinners Christ uh, died for us mm -hmm. and it's true we we were still all sinning while Christ died and and just that powerfulness of that grace coming through of it's given to us be, even though we're still sinning I think it's yeah. just uh, extremely extremely powerful yeah sometimes hard to fully understand like it is <laughs> it's funny actually my word for the year for 2022 is grace Oh, and okay. I was like, I don't know what this means, Lord. <laughs> um, and as I've been, I guess, going through this year, as we're almost coming to 2023, yeah. um, I've just been, um, I guess, encouraged and convicted to think about grace as like me receiving grace from God mm. and also from others too. And from that, like kind of like this whole overflow idea of like overflowing from me receiving that grace into other people's lives and showing that grace yep. and that yep. love. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh, that's so good. That's so good. That's so good. But it's hard. It is hard. <laughs> that is so good. All right. So we're going to dive into some of these questions here. Um, and we're going to pack this message just a little bit deeper. Uh, so for you this week, uh, Michaela, uh, have you seen God's grace this week? Maybe some area of your life or maybe you saw it in somebody else's life. Uh, has, has that come up for you at all this week? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think one instance that comes to mind was uh, a couple of days ago at work. I don't know, I just woke up uh, in the morning and was feeling kind of emotional, had a bit of a, a breakdown and just needed a little bit more time mm. um, before starting work. And my manager was super like understanding and said like, you know, take the time that you need mm. and then like you can start your, start your work day just when you're ready. Um, and I think just realizing like being real and honest about where we're at, yep. even though like it's in a workplace, you know, a professional setting, knowing that we're still human and we go through really just all kinds of different things mm -hmm, in life. Mm -hmm. um, and having my manager being understanding and supportive was, was really helpful. And that was a display of God's grace. Mm. For me. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, that's great when you can have a workplace that can uh, work with that and understand that, yeah, that it's not all just professional, that you do have uh, that personal side where they can offer that grace of take your time so when you come back, you're yeah. refreshed and ready. Yeah. Um, instead of trying to struggle through everything and, and just, you know, 
not necessarily making a mess of things, but just not, you know, being at your peak performance right. uh, in exactly. that setting, right? Yeah. How about you? Oh, I think this week it was more for me. I seem to be very scattered in the brain this week. Uh, forgetful, forget, yeah, for, forgetting things, uh, not remembering to do stuff, and uh, just having people around me just showing me the grace with that. <laughs> um, understanding that, yeah, I'm uh, a little scattered this week. I'm never, I'm not always that scattered, but uh, just, yeah, forgetting, forgetting those things and just not, not being on the ball on everything. Um, yeah, that was uh, very helpful this week that people were very understanding about that. And uh, we're, we're picking up a little bit of the slack here and there where things I was dropping or forgetting. So um, yeah, that was excellent part of this week for me anyway. And being able to see that and know that no, these people are showing me the grace that I need at this moment. And then I need to remember that when they're having those days that, you know, to show them the same grace um, and, and be able to help them through those days when things are difficult and forgetful. Um, and be able to just uh, yeah, work with them to get them through that time as well. Yeah, yeah, that's great. That's good. Yeah, it's, I think it's great having people in our lives that can be understanding and, and realize, especially when they know what's going on in your life, that could be causing you to feel a little like out of focus or mm. just a little all over the place and just people being able to speak into your life and say, we get it, <laughs> yep. that's okay. Um, and then encourage you to, I guess... Yeah, take your next step, whatever that looks like, or do that thing that you forgot to do. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. Or even help you with that thing, you know, whatever oh, it might too. be, right? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been, uh, it's, it's been good. So it's been good to see that, and I got to continue to remember that I need to do the same uh, when when people are struggling in their in areas, right? So, um, all right. So let us know, guys, in the chat. Uh, have you guys seen that grace this week? Um, has it been shown to you? Have you shown it to others? Um, let us know in the chat because um, I know we would love to hear uh, yeah. what those stories are and uh, just, again, connect a little bit more. Um, again, Pastor Earl, the power he brought was just outstanding, I thought, this week. Yeah. Um, lots of enthusiasm, uh, just very, very focused on this, uh, this idea of grace. So being he was so powerful, uh, is there a part of the message that you found very impactful uh, this week? Yeah, I think as we were just talking before about him unpacking Paul's story, um, I don't know. I think like I'm a, I'm a perfectionist at heart. Mm, okay. <laughs> and I think okay, I always have to have it together. It always has to come from me, my performance, my ability to do things. Mm -hmm. um, and seeing how God like provided Paul, who had just become a, a Christian in Damascus, to then like preach the word was not from him, but was clearly from just the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Um, that reminder that it's not, it's not up to me to do things. Of course, there's skills and there's like experience that God has given me, yeah. but ultimately like it's God that I need to lean on for that strength for sometimes even it's, it's just words to speak to people. Like yes. I don't know what yeah. to say in a conversation, um, but just kind of moment by moment, trusting and relying on God and knowing that he is perfect and that he has everything that I need mm. and it's okay that I fall short because it's it's expected. <laughs> yeah, it's going to happen because yeah, we aren't perfect. Um, and I know we all want to be perfect. We all try to strive to be perfect and yet uh, yeah. we're, we're just, we're not. And we, we all have faults, we all have hang-ups and uh, those things can cause us to, uh, uh, you know, change our perspective on ourselves that we're not performing enough or we're not you know, living up to what's uh, people's expectations, right? And and so, yeah, no, it's uh, yeah, yeah, it, it 
really uh, really to unpack that was was excellent for sure yeah yeah and just the fact that like christ met him where he was at mm -hmm. on his way to damascus and i was just like wow like that's what god does with us and i don't know i think just that the love the idea of that love that it just it meets us where we're at like just as we are yep we don't have to come in and be this perfect person and going back to perfection because that is my tendency <laughs> Um, and just accepting that love, like, I don't know, it just leaves me in awe mm. sometimes. That That's even that's how much our God loves us. Mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. just like we don't have to deserve it, to mm -hmm, have it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so good, so good. Um, yeah, I guess for me, it's, it's similar. That story of Paul um, really drove home to me the, this idea of how dedicated he was to getting rid of Christians and thinking mm -hmm. he was doing the right thing. And just like, as Pastor Earl said, you know, he's trying to stomp these guys out, just completely get rid of them. And this guy's going to travel like 160 miles on a donkey on foot <laughs> to go get rid of the Christians. Right. Like this guy was dedicated to what he believed was correct and true. And just to me, that just like hit me. I'm like, wow, like so dedicated to the point of like, we'll do literally anything to get rid of them. And we're on the other side of that. We're going to do anything short of sin to reach people for Christ. He's doing everything in sin to get rid of people for Christ. It was, <laughs> right? It's, it's, it's kind of, it's completely backwards to what, you know, what we, of course, believe. Yeah. And, yeah. and to see, and to see that story and how he, yeah, was met by Christ on his way there mm. and was struck blind where he now couldn't do anything. He needed help from everyone. Right. Um, and then understanding, you know, the other guy, Hey, you go, you go pray for him. Nah, I'm not going to do that. I can believe that. I, I wouldn't, you know, I probably, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm like, this guy's come to kill me and you want me to pray for him. Yeah. yeah. I can understand why that would be a difficult situation. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I would be in the same boat. I, I don't think so. Um, but no, it, it's certainly a, a strong part of the message, uh, for sure. For me was, yeah, just how dedicated he was on getting rid of Christians and then that 180 to how dedicated he was to preaching the gospel and just not being afraid and just preaching the gospel. Um, certainly, yeah. yeah, was extremely uh, moving for me. Yeah, definitely. Um, so continuing with, of course, this idea of grace, what does it mean to you and how is your definition similar or different from God's definition of grace? It's a great question. Um, I always think of grace as the same thing as forgiveness. Mm. Um, so someone does something wrong and then you forgive them. And grace is so much more than that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, you know, like, I, I don't know, I think about a couple of verses um, that I've been thinking about this past year. And one of them is like, nothing can separate us from Christ's love, like neither angels nor demons, nor life nor death. And just thinking about like the love aspect of, of grace, which mm -hmm. makes sense as we were going back to like Romans and talking about like God loved us so much and like in our sin, you know, Christ died for us. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think just bringing in like I, I love people so much, but sometimes I'm not always willing to be gracious. And mm, what's okay. why is that? Um, maybe because I, I feel justified. You know, they did something wrong, they hurt me, so now I'm going to hold that against them. But mm. I, I love that person. Yep. So yep. why wouldn't I extend that grace? I hear you, I hear you, yep. 
Um, and also just thinking about like the, the whole idea of this battle is not against flesh and blood, you know, but mm. against evil principalities and kind of that side of, of grace. Um, and knowing that, uh, like I'm here to build relationships with people. We're going to make mistakes. We're going to hurt people. Yeah. But why am I surprised by that when that happens? Like when people are imperfect mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or when I'm imperfect. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, I think, I, I think God is reframing how I see grace um, of it being like Christ without like Christ's death and resurrection like that wouldn't have been possible um, and also knowing like it's not just going to come from me I have to lean in on on God and the mm-hmm, Holy Spirit mm-hmm. to, to show me and give me that grace yep yeah. yeah 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 it's oh man it's such a I, I find it's be such a, a, a difficult switch between grace and mercy I tend to seem to get those two mixed up because they are so similar, but yet different. Um, And yeah, it, it, the idea of, yeah, this grace and and extending that and being, you know, grace filled Mm. and in the same sense, you know, somebody wronged me. And so I need to hold on to that. And for me, it's, you know, it eats me up inside. It makes me more bitter than it does better, of course. And so the idea of, of, of grace and God showing me that God, you know, could have been bitter with how much we sin, um, but he chose better Mm. and Christ came and died for us. And I thought, I don't think we quite grasp the whole idea of exactly how important that sacrifice was, um, and how meaningful it is. I think we kind of lose a bit of that, um, Mm-hmm. And, and how significant it is to what we need to be doing uh, each day with all the people around us and, and yeah. extending that same grace that, no, we, we don't want to be bitter. We need to be better and we need to extend that grace um, that, you know, they need just as much as we do. And it's even, it's just a better way to live. It like, is. I think about moments where I just stick in that bitterness or that, you know, anger or resentment and honestly, it doesn't make me feel good. No, no, it doesn't. <laughs> um, and it doesn't help, like the other person who may have wronged you, like they may not feel that bitterness, but I don't know, the, the grace piece of that, like there's a sense of release and freedom and healing mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. like, you know, like just because, because I have been forgiven yep. and God has been gracious to me, I want to extend that to other people. And so I love this whole idea of overflow. Like it has to come from within. We have to feel loved to be loving. We have to you know, accept like the grace in order to be gracious. Yep. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Um, cause yeah, for me, yeah, growing up was, was very, very different. Um, it was always somebody, you know, wronged you or this, you hold on to that and you're going to hold on to that until something comes along and then, then you'll, you'll settle it. You'll make it even. Right. And that's not how God intended it. That's not what grace is about. Um, and living like that. Yeah. It changes how you, operate day to day um generally more bitter generally very just not pleasant Mm -hmm. um and very easy to anger at least for me um and so that whole shift on you know understanding god's grace what was given for me changed me and like okay i can't hold on to these things i can't keep that because it just hurts me it's not hurting the other person it's hurting me and so I need to be graceful about just extending that grace and like, okay, this happened, but it doesn't define me. It doesn't, you know, it's not 
about it and I need to just let that go and, and move on. I, I it, we, you know, we only have a, a finite amount of time and <laughs> that we're here and yeah. to live bitter and, you know, angry. I don't know. That seems kind of silly yeah. to me. Where's the peace in that? Yeah. <laughs> and that. certainly after, you know, understanding the grace and being able to extend that, it just seems to live more peacefully, mm-hmm. just more calm, more collected, more understanding with um, everyone around us. Um, at least I find that anyway. Oh, I, I agree 100%. <laughs> yes. And even just thinking about like us, right? And, and God sees what we're doing, knew what we knows what we will do, and yet still loves us because we will continue to be um, like sinners and like have shortcomings, but still loving us, still having a plan, a purpose for us. Again, still can't fully comprehend that. I don't know if I ever will at the end until like the end of my life or once I'm in heaven but yeah exactly you know like just um yeah I don't know I think the way that God well the way that Christ exemplified like how we're supposed to live it was just like very different Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um and sometimes being different is hard because we're you know there's there's norms there's acceptable ways of doing things or even just like habits and tendencies that we fall into and Mm -hmm. then trying to do like the opposite of that is really is really hard it is it is it's it's very hard um, especially with all the external pressures from uh, social media media outlets things that you know we see and have around us all the time um, yeah. and even down to the people that are around us can be uh, pressuring in to try to you know not be grace-filled you know be angry be upset and uh, it can certainly yeah it's certainly hard to go against you know against the flow and the grain, you know, and, and actually really stand out as as Jesus did. Um, it takes work. It's hard. It's not easy um, because it's not what society tells us we should do. Um, and so it's certainly, it's certainly a battle. It is. It's a battle. Yeah. And one, one worth fighting. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, exactly. Exactly. Um, okay. So, uh, can you share uh, about a time when someone encouraged you and how did that encouragement grow your faith? Yeah, I love this question. Um, I think it was a couple weeks ago. I was leading like a team training and also we were just starting volleyball. Um, my husband and I, mm. we joined like a sports league with okay. our friends. Yep. And so both of these things were very new to me. Um, like I've, I never led a team training or like well, I've, it's been years since I've played volleyball, so mm. I was extremely stressed and nervous. <sighs> you could ask my husband. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so I just had a, a breakdown like a, a few hours before all of this happened, just thinking like, what am I doing? I don't have what it takes. Um, like, what if the communication piece of the team training doesn't go well? What if I fail at volleyball and make us lose? Like, all of the negative mm. thoughts just came to mind. Yep. And I just sat just bawling my eyes and like saying, I don't want to do any of this. And so thankfully, uh, we took time just to like sit and talk about what I was feeling, the thoughts I was having. And my husband, John, like he just was very intentional about speaking truth into Mm. my life and reminding me like, you know what? These are new things, but do your best. (laughs) And (laughs) also you're around friends, you're around family, like people who love you. So there's no like, there's no pressure to perform and be like your perfect, like perfection. That's yep. not, yep. that's not expected. Um, and also the reminder that God will equip me mm-hmm. and prepare me for both of those things. 
Um, and so I really appreciated that encouragement mm. and just trying to have that mindset going into new things, especially that I don't have to be perfect from the get go or really, I don't know if I'll ever achieve, I'll never achieve perfection. Um, but I can, I can get better at things mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it's sometimes rocky when you first start out. Yeah. Um, but then you just, you just learn and you grow. Yeah. I hear you. That negative talk um, that you can get going in your head, that dialogue, it can shift your mood in an instant and really change everything that's going on and really shut you down really quickly. Um, certainly been there and, and have definitely had that um, in uh, different times, of course. It, it does come up. Mm -hmm. uh, for me, uh, probably, I'm sure there's been something more recent, um, but I'd say the biggest encouragement for me was about five years ago. Um, my son was, of course, I've talked about this before, but my son, of course, was born, lots of medical complications, lots going on, um, lots of stresses. Um, for me and my wife, we're living apart for months um, and trying to figure out what this new life, this new routine is gonna look like yeah. with all this medical stuff. And we were able to get home and uh, trying to figure out what it looked like to be um, at church. Where does my faith sit? Mm -hmm. Where do I fit? Mm -hmm. What I was doing, I couldn't do anymore. I was asked to step down from that, even though I still wanted to do it. And so, so that was a difficult, uh, you know, difficult moment. And then really trying to realize like, do I, do I fit here? Mm -hmm. Does this even work for me? Do I even believe this anymore with everything that's gone on? Right. Um, having a difficult time seeing where God was in that whole uh, situation. Um, and where, where was God? Uh, where, what's working? Everything seems to be just crumbling and falling and not seeming to have any positive input. And so coming in, you know, back to back to church for a little bit, it was my wife would go, I would drop my son off and that would be it. I wouldn't actually even be there. Um, and so Carolyn came up to me and she gave me some encouragement about, you know, maybe serving in the life kids where Emmett is mm. and what does that look like? And, you know, I thought about stepping back from life kids and she said, no, it's okay. You know, you may not understand, you may not know what you're doing or where you stand with things. Um, but being here on a Sunday and serving, um, is excellent and encouraged me to continue to serve even though I was unsure of where I stood. And that encouragement really changed um, where my faith stood. Being there, being around the people that you know were believers, having that influence around me um, on a weekly basis really changed the direction of where I was heading. Um, and so that was able for me to really grow and and move through life kids and start leading life kids, not just kind of sitting in the back corner, actually leading some of these kids. And it was an amazing transformation that I didn't realize was really taking place in my heart until way later. Yeah. Uh, but without that encouragement, I, I don't know if I would have, where I would be now. I don't know if I'd be here doing this. I, I, <laughs> honestly, I don't know. I don't know where I would be. Um, so that encouragement for me was, was really big. And at that moment, uh, that's exactly what I needed. Mm. And so, that's powerful. Really thankful for that um, and uh, 
because yeah, it, it definitely changed my direction for sure. Yeah, and we're glad that you like continued with that commitment of serving, even though like it didn't make sense, even though it was a difficult season, like you could have just withdrawn. Exactly. Completely from church community, church serving and all of yep. that, but seeing the reward of continuing to give, even if it wasn't everything you initially had before, yes. you know, capacity-wise, yep. yep. all of that, God still honored that. Yeah, yeah, and it's, it's it, and I wonder, you know, if there's places and people around us that we need to be listening to God because we may be that encouragement for them where they are where, they are where I was. Yeah. Um, and so I think it's important to take those moments to really just listen um, because God may prompt you to be that encouragement. As uh, mm-hmm. Pastor Earl talked about, you know, sending that encouraging uh, word or, uh, you know, a few sentences of something that's encouraging. That might be the turning point for someone like it was for me. That that little bit might be the direction, the push they need to continue to push on over yeah. turning away. Yeah. And we're glad that you stuck with it. <laughs> and that yeah. you continue to be, you know, leading and being a part of our church family. Yeah. it's it's It would have been a very different road for sure. Um, so, yeah, those encouragements uh, can certainly make a difference for um, everyone around us. And so we want to be, uh, you know, make sure we're doing that, encouraging one another. Um, because uh, we, of course, have seen both the importance of that and what that can do to really change our moods, our directions, and how we are. Um, so I'm going to challenge everybody this week, send that encouraging message. It may just be a one word, you know, thinking about you, hope you're having a great day. Mm-hmm. Um, I challenge you guys to do that with somebody close to you. Um, and, you know, it doesn't have to be long, but just try it. <laughs> I'm sure you'll make somebody's day mm-hmm. and uh, maybe change their whole outlook even just for that day um, to something maybe a bit more positive. Definitely. Yeah, something short and sweet can make a difference. <laughs> yes, it certainly does. Um, so we are actually at the end of our time today. Um, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, I, of course, enjoy unpacking these. I hope you've had some fun today with us. I have. The time, fl- time flies when you're having fun. <laughs> it does. It does. Uh, so we, of course, want to thank uh, our tech guys behind us, of course, making this all happen each and every week. Um, and uh, because without that, we wouldn't be here doing this. Uh, I want to thank you, Michaela, for joining me for the first time. I hope we can have you back again. I'd love uh, to be For back. another one of these amazing talk at overs. Um, And of course, we want to remember, whoever finds God, finds life. life.